Welcome to Tell Me More Live, the recorded version of our live storytelling night at the Push Comedy Theater in Norfolk, Virginia. In this recording... Uh, So the next storyteller we have coming up here is a good friend of mine. Uh, I just did a show with him last night, Plan B Comedy. Give him a round of applause, ladies and gentlemen, Ed Phillips. All right. Well, like Brendan said, uh, I'm Ed Phillips. Um, Just a little bit about me before the story begins. Um, But I was actually homeschooled through, like, all of school up until college. So that was fun. Uh, (laughs) But no, it's like, you know, like being homeschooled, uh, it was cool, I guess. I I feel smart, um, which I guess is the purpose of school. But, you know, I I did miss out a lot on, like, kind of interactions with other kids. You know, like, I didn't get to get into any, like, hijinks or anything. Uh, So I do feel like I missed out in that regard. But, uh, I mean, I had, like, a cool family, you know. So they they always made sure, uh, I guess, kind of to, like, make up for it. Um, But, you know, when I was right around 13, uh, my parents, they finally decided uh, enough was enough and they were finally going to get cable for the house. (laughs) And as a teenager who had spent uh, this 13-year portion of his life primarily being entertained by PBS, cable sounded amazing. Like, I was so excited about it. I was like, oh, man, I'm going to be able to talk to my friends. I'm going to be able to quote SpongeBob to them and not have to pretend like I understand the context. Like, (laughs) you know, it was like I was hyped up, you know. Uh, and, like, as soon as we got it, like, that was the first channel I turned to was Nickelodeon. Like, Nickelodeon was the channel for our house. And not just because I liked it, because, you know, they like Nick at Night. My parents liked a lot of the stuff that was going on there, too. Um, especially my dad. Um, and my dad, he is, like, he's the most dad dad that ever dadded in life. <laughs> like, <laughs> he is very much the dad, I'm hungry. Oh, hi, hungry. I'm dad. Nice to meet you. Like, that's my dad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but he, like, he really likes comedy, you know? Like, that's it's one of, like, the big things that he really enjoys. So uh, right around the time that we got Cable, uh, Nick Cannon had announced that he was going to do the Nick Cannon show on Nickelodeon, uh, and he was like pumped about it. And I know what you're thinking, you're like Nick Cannon, but it's like keep in mind, like I was 13, so this is like Drumline era Nick Cannon, not like Mariah Carey's roommate Nick Cannon. So it was like it was cool Nick Cannon. It was like Nick Cannon was the guy you you looked to for comedy, um, but like. The Nick Cannon show started, and, like, we loved it. You know, we watched, like, every episode twice. Uh, It was great. It was fantastic. And uh, Nick, he used to do this character. Like, the the whole thing was, like, he was taking over people's jobs. It was basically, like, dirty jobs, but with Nick Cannon. Uh, That makes sense. But uh, at the end of a show, he would do this character... Cletus and Cletus was like a hillbilly character. So Nick would uh, he would get like a big wig and these like thick Coke bottle glasses, and he'd put in like just these really like nasty looking teeth, you know. And like to to give you a visual on these teeth, uh, imagine like if you gave sentience to a meth head's teeth, 
and then you got those teeth hooked on meth. Like, <laughs> that's what these teeth looked like. They were just like, like perfect teeth, you know. Uh, and the whole, <laughs> the whole plot was that Cletus would go around and just be like obnoxious and, you know, he would play pranks on people. Uh, it really was the high point of the show. And looking back on it, um, not a very high bar to hurdle, but we still liked it. We were like, oh, this is cool. I like Cletus, you know. Um, and I remember one day I was in my room just playing around, doing some stuff, and my dad came home from work. It was a little bit later than he usually gets home, so I was like, oh, no, maybe he got pizza. That'd be cool. Uh, and he's in the house. He's in the kitchen, and he calls me from my room. He's like, hey, come, come down to the kitchen. I got something to show you. So I'm like, okay, cool. So I run downstairs. I run around the corner. My dad's in the kitchen. He's got his back to me. And he turns around and he smiles at me. And he's got the teeth, you guys. Like, he has the Cletus teeth. And I lost my mind. Like, I was like, this is the greatest day ever! (laughs) You know, like, I, I loved it. I was like, this is the pinnacle of comedy. Like, nothing could ever surpass this for me. And then he reaches into his pocket. And he pulls out my very own pair of teeth. You know, like, I'm like, oh, I'm so pumped. It's just like these perfectly disgusting, like, coffee-stained, gingivitis-ridden, gap-toothed dentures. You know, and he throws them to me. And I'm like, yeah! I'm running around. And he says the absolute best thing that he could say in this moment. He goes, let's go play a prank. So I'm like, I was like, yes, dad, you got it on the level. You are so cool. You know, so like Saturday morning rolls around. I like whip the covers off of me. There's no time to waste. You know, I was like, I gotta, I gotta, oh man, I have so much to plan. You know, I'm like, I gotta find, I gotta, I gotta find something to wear. You know, I, I gotta be, I gotta be inconspicuous for this. You know, I don't want them to see me coming. So I run over to my closet and I'm like combing through my wardrobe, which at the time was mostly like Pokemon shirts and jean shorts. So I'm just like thumbing through, thumbing through. And finally, I settle on my, uh, on my church button-up shirt and a pair of jean shorts because no one would expect that the kid in a button-up shirt and jean shorts was a comedy genius. <laughs> so I like throw it on, I button up, I run downstairs to my parents' room. My dad, he's like just finishing getting ready. So I'm like, the game is a foot, you know, <laughs> and like the first stop, very first stop on this on this tour is IHOP. You know, like we pull up in the parking lot, and just like, you know, we're in the parking lot looking through the window, and my dad's like, "Let's do this," you know. So we pull out the teeth, we pop them in, like kick the car doors open, just like, "Let's go," you know. <laughs> and we walk into this IHOP with all of like the precision and swagger that you would expect from a boy and his 40-year-old Nickelodeon-watching dad. (laughs) And we walk in, we're like, oh, it's gonna be good. You know, these teeth are like inconspicuously hidden behind this very obvious bulge in our top lip. You know, barely fit in there, but we're just like... (laughs) We get up to the counter, and the guy's like, yeah, how many people in your party? And my dad manages to get out amongst, like, just the obscene amount of putty and plastic in his mouth. And he's like, two, please. (laughs) And he smiles at the guy, and the the teeth come out. And the guy 
loses it. Like he loves it. Uh, you know, and then I smile at him and he's like, Oh, oh shit. Ah, you know, <laughs> and he's like, he loves it so much. He like, he calls a server over. He's like, do it again. Do it again. You know, <laughs> this server comes over we smile at him. He's like, that's great. And we're like, yeah, it is. <laughs> you know, they take us over to the table. We sit down to this breakfast, like triumphant, you know, uh, and I'm picking over my pancakes and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, man, like, uh, I wonder how long it's going to be before Comedy Central finds out about this, you know? Like, when am I going to get my one-hour special, the tooth special, you know? <laughs> um, and what happens next can only be described as the absolute greatest comedy tour that ever existed. You know, we played, like, all the biggest venues. Uh, it's like Shell Gas Station, uh, <laughs> Lowe's, TJ Maxx. Lowe's again, because we forgot to get what my mom sent us there for in the first place. <laughs> like, it was great, man. We were just, like, touring everywhere, you know? Like, we were rock stars, basically, and, and Great Bridge was our stadium. Like, it was, it was the coolest I've ever felt in my life. Um, but then it's, uh, it's, like, late afternoon. We're like, hey, man, don't want too much of a good thing. So we decided, let's wrap it up. Let's go ahead and head home. And we're almost there, and we decide, uh, you know, let's get some Slurpees. So we pull into the 7-Eleven, and we're about to get out of the car, and we look through the window, and we see inside the store is just one, like, 20-something woman. Uh, and we're like, well, we could do one more show. You know, so, <laughs> again, let's do this, you know, pull the teeth out, pop them in, we walk into the 7-Eleven, you don't want to be like, you know, you don't want to rush it, you know, comedy is timing, so we're like milling around the store, just like, oh, chips, never seen those before, Uh, (laughs) and finally we get the Slurpees, we walk up to the counter, very calm, very cool, we just set them down, just like, step back, and we look at each other, like, you know, we're just high off the knowledge of this lady has no idea how hard she's about to laugh. You know, so she rings it up for us and my dad pulls out his card and he goes, boy, it sure is a hot one today. And then he flashes her the famous Cletus smile and the lady looks at him and she goes, yeah, sure is. And I'm like, What? no, that's, that's not right. Like, lady, do you know who we are? <laughs> we just played the IHOP this morning. Like, we're big-time comedians. You know, the, the, only, the only logical conclusion that we came to was that she just must not have understood what happened. Uh, so to fix it, just double down. Uh, my dad said it again, and he said it louder and with even more teeth. And he goes... I said, boy, it sure is a hot one today. (laughs) And again, nothing. We were just like, what is wrong with this lady? I'm giving you gold. You know, and so finally, we don't see another option. We're like, all right, well, you just got to pull the curtain back. So we take these teeth out, and we're like, they're... Fake teeth, I don't, come on. You know, and she goes, oh, well, you know, I I figured, but I didn't want to assume, because mine do that too. And she takes off 
the top row of her teeth. It just puts them right down on the counter. And we're like... Oh, no. And I'm standing there. I'm like, Dad, I don't, why, did you, why did you do this? Why did you suggest this? <laughs> I, was like, I didn't know. I didn't want it to be like this. You know? <laughs> like, and my dad's looking at me, and he's like, I, don't, I didn't know. I, like, I, I don't know. Like, I'm like, you're the adult. I don't, I don't know what step two is now. I didn't, we didn't plan for this. You know, we're just standing there in complete silence, you know, and, and like the Slurpee machines are in the background and they're just like groaning and disapproval of <laughs> what is easily the most unforeseen and embarrassing outcome uh, of our short-lived comedy careers. And we're just like, I, I don't, I am, uh, I'm sorry. I, oh God, you know, <laughs> And there's nothing left to do. Like, like you're just like, I gotta go. I don't. Uh, I don't. I'll never come back. I'm sorry. And you know, we just we grab our Slurpees, we walk out, and the car ride home is just so quiet. He's like, we can't tell mom. Uh, he's like, don't tell mom. Don't tell mom that this happened. I was like, no, I don't. I don't want to tell mom. You know. <laughs> um, but we get home and we like we put the teeth in this plastic bag. And I'm sure they're somewhere in the attic or somewhere now, but we never really bothered with them again, you know. And shortly after that, the Nick Cannon show got canceled, uh, possibly due to our prank. I mean, there's <laughs> there's really no way to know for sure. Um, it probably was the prank, though. You know, Comedy Central was watching after all. Uh, <laughs> but I, it's just, it's so... It's so crazy, that, like just this, this little moment, this, this one-off thing of me as a kid making, unintentionally making this woman feel bad just like stuck with me for so long, you know? I mean, like, uh, I do comedy now, and I, I think, like, you know, growing up with a dad who likes comedy kind of led me in that direction, but even now when I'm writing material or when I'm doing jokes, you know, I do, I try to keep in mind that your words do have an effect. Like, the things that you say, uh, they do affect people. I mean, uh, whether it's in the way that you intended it to or not. Um, but the number one thing, I think, to take away from this story is never explain a joke to somebody uh, <laughs> because uh, just because they're not laughing does not mean they didn't get it. Uh, and that's the end of my story, guys. I'm Ed Phillips. Give it up for your host, Brandon Kennedy. If you'd like to tell a story like this one, or just enjoy the show, visit tellmemorelive.org. That's tellmemorelive.org, where you'll find a list of upcoming shows, plenty of ways to pitch your story, and our podcast featuring storytellers from previous shows. Until next time, thanks for listening to... Tell me more live.